I told you yesterday how you feel your seeking, why you feel your seeking, what is in us that works out this seeking. And this yoga is spontaneous. There is no other way you can get your Realization, because if you have to germinate a seed, it has to have germination. In the same way, if you are to be germinated into your new awareness, it has to be through your awakening of Kundalini, because that is what it is there for. If you have to plug in this one to the mains, you have to use the coat. There's no way other, no other way about it. As I told you yesterday, that this beautiful instrument is made. All the effort has been put. You have passed through. What? How much we calculated for thirty-five crores so far? Thirty-five? Huh? Three hundred and fifty million types of lives, and now you have become a human being. So after all, there must be some meaning to this beautiful human structure. This instrument, why it was created, there must be some reason for it. And as you have got your human Realization, as you have got your human body, if you have to get to a more evolved personality, it has to be spontaneous. You cannot work it out. Should be a simple logic. You have done nothing to be a human being, and you are not to do anything to be higher. But maybe you have harmed yourself a little bit perhaps by doing something wrong. And whatever wrong you have done to yourself also can be corrected if the seed has to germinate. You are made like that. God has made you specially for this purpose. He has made you from an amoeba, from a carbon atom. Whether you believe in Him or not doesn't matter. But if you see yourself, whosoever achieved this human body and human mind must have been a fantastic artist. And it has been said that if you had left it to the law of chance, you could not have even produced a small little unicellular amoeba. So in such a short time as that, if a, such a complex thing like human being is created, there is a juggler behind it. Whether you believe it or not, that's not important. The thing is, it exists and it works. Now within us, we have this instrument placed, this very, very subtle instrument is placed within us. Now can you come down? Now I will tell you about the Kundalini, how it works and what are the different chakras are. Uh, 
These are all very subtle centers, as I told you yesterday. We cannot see them with your naked eyes. But when the Kundalini starts rising, when it starts ascending, then you can see with your naked eyes the pulsation of the Kundalini and the pulsation at these chakras. Till it reaches here, you can feel the pulsation here. Until it is pulsating, you do not get your realization. Once the pulsation stops, then you must know that it has ended into that all-pervading Divine Power. When that happens, then you start feeling that cool breeze in your hand. You start feeling a cool radiation passing through you. That is the radiation of the Holy Spirit within yourself. That is the radiation you are feeling from your Spirit that resides in your heart. You can also feel your centers on your fingers because now they are enlightened. Now all this, whatever I am telling you, you can feel and verify. The time has come for you to verify everything that I say. It has been said before, thousands of years back, that within us lies the Kundalini. Adi Shankaracharya, sixth century, he said it very, very clearly, openly, that there is this residual power which is awaiting in the triangular bone, as you see there, in three and a half coil, which ultimately awakens and gives you your Realization, your second birth. He had described it very clearly, all the other centers also. But even much before, much, much before that, thousands of years back, people have been working on the Kundalini awakening. But it was kept a secret. They started working on few people. As we also, in our scientific research, first use it in a very guarded secret, try to find out the different ways and methods. And then, when it becomes absolutely perfect, then we make it public and make it known to all of the people, because unless and until any discovery is not useful to the masses, it has no meaning. Today the time has come for you to know all about it. And that's why now, here in Brighton, we are discussing it so openly and trying to understand it. Now here, as you have seen, in the triangular bone is the Kundalini, three-and-a-half coiled energy. This energy is pure energy of desire of God. It is His desire which is within you, lying dormant. His desire has been throughout whole creation, that He should create His own children who will understand Him. When they understand Him, to give them all His powers for them to manifest, for them to enter into His kingdom and to reside in complete bliss and happiness. That He is the collective being, He is the macrocosm, and you are the microcosm. That you are cells in the big body, and these cells are to be awakened and have to become one with the whole, by which you get your understanding of the collective being. The collective being is conscious of you, but you are not conscious of that. 
And that's how the whole device was made within you, how you are going to get it and how you are going to achieve it. You can see there are three lines which are placed parallel to each other. The first blue line depicts the power to desire, is the emotional side it looks after. This is manifested outside as left sympathetic nervous system. Now the doctors do not know that left and right sympathetic nervous system are there for doing two different types of work. So the left side is the power by which you desire, is the energy by which you get yourself conditioned, by which you live in the past. This channel is called in the Sanskrit language as Ida Nadi. The right side channel, which you see there, yellow colored channel, is the power by which you create, by which you can go to future, you think of the future. This is the one by which you plan for the future. This is the one with which you do your physical, uh, which you want to do for future also, all sorts of future planning for your physical, mental and your financial or any such lives is done through this energy of yours which is on the right hand side which is called, this channel is called as the Pingala channel. Now the colors are, the left side is the deep blue color as you see there, actually amounting to black and the one which is on the right hand side is the yellow color. Now when these two energies start working within us means one is of desiring, another is of action. First we desire something and then we go into action. When these two energies start working, we produce a byproduct in our head like the fumes in a factory. The fumes are called as ego and superego as you see them crossed over. When you use the blue, blue side which is the desire or ichha shakti as they call it, then you develop a superego. And when you work on the right side, you develop the ego. To understand ego and superego in a very simple way is this way that say when a child is nursed by the mother, he is in complete bliss and joy. So the mother changes the sides for the boy and the child and he feels very much hurt. When he feels hurt, his ego rises. It is why should she do it, you see, in a very subtle way. And the ego starts rising. This is the ego which you see there, starts rising on the right hand side. I mean, there is nothing wrong in having ego, you have to have it. It works out that way, as every factory has to have a chimney, you don't have a chimney, so it accumulates there in the head. On the left hand side, when the ch child wants something or he's told not to do this, the mother says, don't do like that. So you are conditioned, by that conditioning your super-ego is developed. When your ego is hurt, I would say, your ego develops, when your desire is hurt, then your super-ego develops. Gradually we start identifying ourselves with our ego or super-ego depending on what sort of a personality you are. Some people think that I do this, I, do, I am this, you see. 
some of them are frightened. No, it's too aggressive. But whatever it may be, either you have ego or superego, both of them develop just like this, as you see in the thing. And if one becomes more heavy, then it pushes down the other one. If this becomes more heavy, it pushes down this way. Now for Kundalini to pass in between, you have to have a space like that. If a person is of an imbalanced personality, then Kundalini takes time to rise. She takes time. Now you can see the center below the Kundalini, which is a very, very important center we must know, about which I have to tell you. In short, this is the center which is lying below the Kundalini. It's not above. That means when the Kundalini pierces through other centers, it is not pierced through. But why is it there? Why is it there? It is there to give information to the Kundalini. It is the instrument which receives all the information as to what you are doing, what are you up to, what are your desires, what you are doing, what sort of people you are meeting, where you are going, what mistakes you are committing, what good things you are committing. Everything is recorded in that Kundalini, or not only of this lifetime, but of many lives. Its collection of all that you have had with you is inside the Kundalini recorded. Kundalini knows what you have been. So this little thing that you see there is the center which lies very near the prostate gland and is the one who generates innocence within us. If you are innocent, you are like a child, your Kundalini shoots off just like that, no problem. But if you are complicated, then it takes time because the gentleman sitting there on that center informs the Kundalini that, no, still he has to take time, he's not all right, there's something wrong with him. That's why this innocence is to be preserved. And those who have not been able to preserve their innocence find it rather difficult. But after realization you'll be surprised, those who have lost their innocence get it back. That's the only way you can get back your innocence. It's most surprising that after realization you get the same innocence that you had before and you start enjoying that innocence within yourself. So this is the center of innocence within us. Now we have innocence, but who can tell, which doctor can say or psychologist can say, where is this innocence that is coming to us? It exists in that part. Now the, we'll take the third center, which is very important within us, is called as the Nabhi Chakra, which is the navel point, about the navel point. You cannot definitely say where anybody's chakras lie, because that's not a definite thing, it's an energy which moves up and down a little bit but about at the back of the navel point and it manifests outside what we call the solar plexus in the gross. This center, the center that is in the Navi, is the navel, is responsible for all our seeking. We started when we were just amoebas, you can call. That time our seeking was only for food. Then it grew up within us as we grew up. At human level we have seeking for, say, for food, of course, we have got seeking money, we have got seeking for power. 
political or any way, and also we have got seeking for God. This starts manifesting in a human being alone. This seeking of God starts when a person starts realizing or seeing that there must be something beyond, there must be something which is fulfilling, something that is really satisfying. And he starts finding that absolute point from where there is no need to return, where there is no disgust, where there is no, uh, what you call, a frustration, disappointment. And such a point resides within us, in our heart, as the Spirit. We call it Atma in Sanskrit language. This Spirit in the heart is the witness, which witnesses us, which looks after us. But we are not conscious of it. That means the Spirit is not flowing in our, is not radiating in our central nervous system, that we are not conscious of it. We know there is someone, we know someone inside is there. We are aware of it, in a way, but it is not flowing through our conscious mind, through our central nervous system. And this is what is the seeking for. We are seeking our Spirit. As I have told you yesterday, that you, not take, you need not take Me for granted. You should treat it as a hypothesis and sit here with an open mind as a scientist would. Listen to something that is new. Now, <coughs> the central center point, which we call as Navi, is connected to another point down below, which you see there, is the center of creativity. This is the center that creates, and this has got six subplexuses, which are manifested outside, and the plexus which is gross is called as aortic plexus, and it also has got six subplexuses. In the spiritual language, we do not say that these are subplexuses, but we say these are the six petals of the lotus of Swadhisthana Chakra. This works out the right side creative power, as you can see it, that through it is connected to the brain. Now the center one is the one which is very important, which gives you the idea that there is a gap between you and the Absolute. And that gap is shown here as that green-colored void all that. Above that is the channel which is responsible for what we have achieved so far, up to the human level. Whatever has come into our conscious mind up to the human level is, is expressed by that channel which is broken, and that gap we have to cover. Once we cover that gap, we have finished with our evolution and we are there where we have to we have found out our use, we have found out our meaning, we become that. This higher one, the one which is within us, is called, is manifested and is called as parasympathetic nervous system in the medical terminology. And also the broken, these parts, though these 
centers are there, and that is also a part of the parasympathetic. So we have these three energies shown here. What the one which is for our desire, the another for our action, and the central one for our evolution. That means in our awareness we have reached a certain point. For example, there is a big difference between animals and human beings in their awareness. We sometimes condemn ourselves very much and think animals are better than us because they are not that much messed up, maybe, or they may not be in such a problems as we are because we are free, we can think, we can understand, we are much more sensitive than they are. But if you ask any animal how does he feel about the smell of a part, he's moving in the dirtiest lane, he doesn't feel disturbed at all. But we are. He's not bothered about what kind of colors and forms you have. He can live with any color combination, with any kind of horrid aesthetic uh, mistakes people must have made in that stable of his. He can live in there very happily, as long as he gets his food, he's perfectly all right. So our evolution has brought us to a point where we have become much subtler, much more sensitive and understanding. And when we are more understanding and there is a gap, you become tensed up. Oh, this must be covered. You are also aware that your energy is exhausted. You are spending your energy through your sympathetic nervous system. Both of them, they play by your desiring and by your action. When it is exhausted, it is like the petrol in the car, if it gets exhausted, you also get tensed up in the same way you get tensed up and you don't understand what to do with your tension. Then you have to release it, you take to tranquilizers, you take to other things, escapes in life, all these escapes work out because you are so tensed up. That tension comes to you because of the ego and superego in your head. It can be so strongly tensed up, you can get both the things overlapping each other and it can be extremely painful also for some people. And when such things happen, you go for your relaxation, try all these things, but still it's not opened out as yet, it has to open out. This gap has to be covered and this gap only can be covered through the Kundalini awakening. Now once uh, people come to know that yes, Kundalini awakening is the only way one has to do, all right, so they bring out a circus for you, we'll do the Kundalini awakening for you. We'll give you self-realization, we'll give you this, we'll give you that. They promise you things. But it is the happening that is important. This they do for making money maybe, because they want to have power, because they are sadistic, maybe they are satanic, because they want that you should not get your realization, that they want to kill all your chances of realization. I don't know what is their purpose is. But you have got this Kundalini within you which must be awakened and it can be awakened in thousands of people. I have done that, you can do it. There's one gentleman who has given Realization to 10,000 people who is just very young and he has been moving from villages to villages. But you know as villagers are very simple people and they can be not be enticed 
by any such things uh, which we call as elaborate circusing about religion. They know what it is. They are too simple to believe all this nonsense of complication. So they know who is real and who is not. Their sensitivity is very great because they live with the nature. And they can make out a person who is real and who is unreal. This third center that you see here, or we can say the fourth center, is the center of heart. This center of heart is the center that is responsible for giving you security. It's the center of the mother. This gives you the sense of security. When you feel insecure, you must have seen that you start breathing very fast. The breathing starts. When you are a child till the age of twelve years, all the antibodies are built in in the sternum bone, which is here. You know the sternum bone, which is here. And these antibodies are spread out throughout in the body to fight any invasion or attack on the personality. These antibodies are actually, as we would say in Sahaja Yoga terminology, are the armies of the mother. They are built up there and this is the center of the mother of the universe. Now the deities we have on these centers also I will tell you one by one. <coughs> Here is another center which is called as the Vishuddhi Chakra, it's very important. At this point man has raised his head upward like that. He has raised his head with new aspirations, with new ideas. When he raised his head only, he started developing this ego and superego. When the head was down below, towards the Mother Earth, this could not be developed because the energy would pass into the Mother Earth. But when you raised your head like this, then the ego and superego started developing very fast, by which you developed your own personality. The meeting of ego and superego cuts you out from the all-pervading power. When you are a child, if you remember, you had a very soft bone in the fontanelle bone area and suddenly it becomes thick and thick and thick, ultimately it becomes thick like a stone in some people. Now this is the closing of the door to the all-pervading power. Why it is done? Why are you closed away from that? Because you are given your own freedom, your own individuality. You become Mr. X, you become Mr. Y, you become Mr. Z, because you find out what is right and what is wrong through your own experimentation. You become independent. Supposing I am making this instrument, first I will have to test this separately, then I will put it here, isn't it? In the same way you are separated and you start experimenting with good and bad. You start understanding what is good and what is bad. Once you start discovering it, you start taking to the right path. But as you have seen, human beings have not been able to use their freedom properly. Their sense of freedom has been very much changed. 
And this changed attitude or this changed behavior towards freedom is also due to freedom itself, because you are free to choose whether you want good or bad. And when this happens to you, that you become independent and you start choosing wrong things, then this becomes even stronger and stronger and stronger. So now you have seen the center up to this point. This is the center where in the center of the brain is the center of Christ, is the center where our pineal body and pituitary body both are placed. In the optic chiasma, you can say, it is placed in such a manner, it is very subtle, that it controls your ego and superego, both. And this center is called as Agya Chakra and it has only two petals by which you control your ego and superego. On top of that, if the center you see is the Sahasrara, is the last center, is of thousand petals and is called as Sahasrara, meaning uh, flow of the seven, uh, seven waterfalls, you can put it like that, the falls of, uh, not seven, thousand. Thousand is Sahasrara and Sahasrara means the, uh, we can say one thousand uh, dhara is Sanskrit itself becomes difficult. Uh, you can say the uh, flow of one thousand flow of one thousand. These are one thousand petals there. You can see them. Uh, some people have seen them and you can also see them within yourself. They are placed in the brain and they cover the limbic area, which is the vacant area there. It's the limbic area which is very important nowadays because people have started experimenting with limbic area. When the Kundalini crosses that and pierces this portion, this is the baptism, then you find this place becomes soft and suddenly you find the flow of Kundalini, the flow of the grace coming into you when she pierces into the subtle thing. Now there is this energy around us, it exists, but we have to feel it, we have not. yourself and you feel you have expanded very much. You have become alive to yourself and to others because you can start feeling others also. Sitting down here you can tell what's happening in America to a particular person if you just put your attention to it. Because now your attention is enlightened and that's how you feel it. The problem is it is too fantastic to believe, really it is. But supposing I make this place extremely fantastic and there is darkness, you can't see anything. And I tell you now, it's a fantastic place, you just come and see for yourself how things start working there. Every instrument is so nicely placed, it starts working and you'll get great results. And you just come in and you switch on the light, it works because it is built in. And the whole fantastic thing starts coming in to you and you start seeing it. Because it is inside it, only the light has to be calm. And once the light comes in, you start seeing it. So why should you blame anyone for that or why should you be angry? After all, it is all done for your joy and happiness. It's just a surprise, I should say, like a Christmas father coming in and giving, delivering all the goods to you. It's all done before, it's all managed before. Like we can say, first time uh, I saw a television, for example, uh, 
a coloured television, and suddenly my husband, when he brought it to me, he said, ''Oh, you are going to see something very fantastic.'' I said, ''What?'' I had never seen it before. He said, ''You can see the film show, you can see everybody moving in it.'' I said, ''Really? In the room?'' He said, ''Yes, you can.'' I said, ''How can that be? You just wait and see. Just wait. A minute is needed.'' And he prepared me very nicely to give me a big surprise. He said, ''You can see people here talking and everything.'' And he just opened it. Ah, to my amazement, it was working. It was not connected to anything as such except for the electricity and the whole thing started working. And I could see everything happening as he had said. It was really fantastic, one could not believe it. You start feeling it, really, it is true or not? First time I saw the telephone in India, absolutely, when I was very young. And I think in our house it was remarkable that we got the phone, one of the few first people who had the telephone, very few people. And that was when we got it, you see. We just couldn't believe. How can it be? You can talk to someone on the phone like that, you can dial to someone and all. Immediately we knew one girl who had a telephone, so we telephoned to her. You see, she was not allowed to touch the phone. And we telephoned to her. The father said, What? You got the telephone? Now we had it. And now you are going to telephone to her. She said, I had told you once, if you remember, that you, there is an instrument like that on which you can speak. But you never believed me. Now see, there is a telephone, isn't it? then we had to believe it, because it was all done for us. It was just to be connected and we started seeing it. That is the main thing, is that it is all done. I have told you that 350 million lives you have passed through to get all this thing done and fixed into it, this is built in. Now if it is fantastic, why not have it? You don't have to pay for it. You cannot. What can you pay? Can you pay for 350 million times you are passed through various lives. Can you pay for that? Can you pay for that love which made you a human being? It is too fantastic, the whole thing is. And now what can we pay for it? Only thing is to accept it and take it and enjoy it, that's all. We can't think in modern times that there could be someone who just invites you for nothing, gives you everything for nothing and enjoys only the giving part of it. We just can't think of such a beautiful person. That's why people are frightened. You invite them, they're frightened. Why? What is it? Because I'm dealing with some and something, must be that. We never trust. It is true because we have had very bad experience. Must we have had people like Christ who gave His life. Today is very important because we have started the week where He gave His life. Think of Him. Will there be anyone like that who would sacrifice His life to say something that is the truth? He gave His life for truth. For what? Why did He? Because the giving has much more joy, much more bliss than anything else. If you reach that state of giving, you will also enjoy giving. That has to happen. We have to discover that beauty within us which enjoys giving, which enjoys generosity, which enjoys fearlessness, which enjoys all the virtues of the world that resides within us. We have to just go deep down into ourselves. And it's all done for you. It's all done. It is there. 
So I think we should go in for the experience, that's the best. Because what's this of talking about it all the time? You see, the cake, if I have made it, better have thought and enjoyed. So many of them have enjoyed and I want all the new people should enjoy. Because, as I told you yesterday, you cannot give me anything, I don't need anything. I have not come here to do Sahaja Yoga. I have come in London because my husband got posted here. That's how I am here. I should say, it's your own calling that I am here. So you are not to give anything to Me, nothing is needed, anything is accepted and just enjoy, it's a gift. It's a gift that you deserve, it's your own right. You are the Son of God and you have to become that. May God bless you all, let's have the experience. You, if you have any questions, you can ask questions, no harm in asking questions. But uh, I would say that first have the experience and then ask the question would be a better idea. Now, you put your hands just like this towards Me. I would request you to clear out your forehead, it's important for Me, because you see sometimes there are problems on the forehead, mostly they are. So can you clear out your forehead for Me? Just clear out, I mean open it out, remove your hair, I mean, all the hair, yes, just, yeah. Can you also remove your hair a little bit? Yeah, it's good. Just put your hands towards Me like this. This cures your ailments, your physical ailments. It cures cancer, it cures many diseases. We have cured. Cancer can only be cured by this. There's no other way out. But what's the use of coming to Me after you have got cancer or you have got some serious disease? Better get rid of it beforehand. Now close your eyes, all of you, just close your eyes. Can you remove your red scarf a little? Yes, it will be a good idea. You see, the Kundalini has to pierce through it. I would like to see here also.
First of all, watch your mind. Is there any thought coming into your mind? First of all, watch your mind. Just ask your mind, what are you thinking? Don't put your attention anywhere fixed into concentrated form, but just leave it loose, absolutely loose. Do not concentrate anywhere. Now just see if you are feeling the cool breeze in your fingers, because, you see, these fingers, as I told you, at the end of it are the sympathetic nervous, uh, nervous uh, systems which get enlightened. So you just start feeling on the tip of your fingers, if you are feeling the cool breeze. If you cannot keep your attention steady, you can put your attention to the top of your head where you have soft bone in your childhood.
ठीक है So right at it's working. Most of the chapters are clear. I think we are getting cool breeze. Now you can see when you are getting cool breeze in your hand, also there will be cool breeze from your head here. You can see it. Put your left hand on your head and see for yourself if it is hot or cool. Could be cool, could be hot also. If it is cool, it's all right, it's good. Got it. You got the cool breeze too from the, not yet, in the head, in the hand, not yet, it will work out, don't you worry. Now those who haven't got it, please raise your hands. All right. You don't mind, I'll ask them to look after you and I'll also come down to see it, all right? Please, uh, please raise your hands, those who haven't got the cool breeze as yet.
just attend to that. Keep it like that so that somebody comes to you. Will you please? I think best is the, uh, if people from Brighton do it, uh, it's better. Uh, you also should also, you should all come and help. But what I'm saying basically because they will know who they are, what is their name and all that, it would be better for Brighton people to work it out and also others just see for yourself. And others should join them just to help them out, you see. What's the problem? Let's see. He's also left to the right. Most of them need uh, sort of balance from left to the right. Raise it from left to the right. With your left hand towards me, you just raise it from left to the right, it will work out. John, you see. It's also same thing, it's left to the right, you see. Now this gentleman has got it, you've got the cool breeze? Good. You can join, you can join John and see what it is. You can, just now you can see the whole fantasy of it. Come along, let, let, what's your name? What's your name? What did he say? Ross. All right, you join John and let's see. Let's see, join, you can, you can see yourself, your vibrations you will know. Now, come along, call it. Just. Get along. Those who got realization yesterday also must work it out for themselves. Come along, have a look at it. Come along. Just, yes, see. Is it cool breeze coming now? Are you feeling the cool breeze in the hand? You are not feeling in the hand. It's coming out of your head, all right. Are you feeling now? It's Vishuddhi. He's got a Vishuddhi, that's why. You put your hand on his. We should think. John? Come along, you also work it out, all of you who have got realization. You've got the cool breeze? All right. What about you? Come along, he's very good too. Oh, you have. Come along, stand with her. You join, join her. Oh. You join her, she's with you. Come along, work it out with her. You have to work it out for Brighton now, isn't it? Huh. You can work with Anne. She's there, you work with your friend. There, she'll tell you what is to be done. Huh, come along. Is all right? Give a bandhan to his Vishuddhi as he's given is good. Then you get it in the hand better. If you move it in the hand, see Vishuddhi side like that, it's good like that. Give it. If you move your hand like that, then you give power to the Vishuddhi much better. You see on the Vishuddhi. See? Yes. See, it works out better. Turn it more that side. It's better now. John, how is he? What's the name of the blue shirt? What is it? Locks of Ross. Ross. And uh, this one is, uh, this girl is very good, Ross. What's your name? You? Yes, and I'm asking you. No, no, I heard his. Uh, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne, you can also feel it, isn't it? And now you try to feel him. Try to help him out. You raise your kundalini. Now hold his her hand, Yvonne and Ross. You stand behind him. Let's see now. Come along, stand. See for yourself. It is best is to come along. Please stand up. Now all of you hold your hands together. Three of them put your no. Yes, I will put one hand, the right hand. You put all your right hands together. All right, like this. See, I put his hand like that. All of us. Yes. Now you raise the kundalini from down below. Come along. One, two, three. Go up. Again. Once again. Now.
Now, are you feeling in your hand? Ask him. Is he feeling in his hand now? Are you feeling the cool breeze? Not yet? At all? Little? Yes, it is working out. You see, it has increased. Is it increased? Put him left to the right. John, put him left to the right. Huh? He's better. Are you feeling the cool breeze now? Good. <laughs> it's working. It has to work. What about him? What's it? Put him left to the right. You see, they, because too much of left is, uh, right is there, so put it left to the right. See, now, now you raise it. It would be easier also to raise. Now you raise, three of you, just let's see. Now raise it. What about him? Raise his left to the right, first of all. That's important. Is, she, is he all right? Is she all right? I don't know. Huh? Now, left we should be. Is it? All right. What are you feeling guilty about? You just say that I'm not guilty. That's all. Will you say that for me? I'm not guilty of anything. You just say like that. Works out. Better? I think I better go down. 